Welcome to the God and Cancel Culture podcast. I'm Stephen Strang. I created this podcast to go along with my book by the same name. And when I'm on various kinds of media, I like to share it on this podcast. And it's been kind of exciting since we launched the podcast in May to see how it's grown to more than half a million downloads. And recently, I was at Clay Clark's Reawaken America Tour. You know, that's the tour that he's taken all over the country with General Michael Flynn, Mike Lindell, Dr. Stella Manuel. I could go on and on with the list. And I have been privileged now to speak at three of the seven events. And very recently, I was in the little town of Frisco, Texas, not too far outside the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And I had the privilege of speaking about God and Cancel Culture. We actually ran it as a live stream on charismanews.com, and I have gotten the audio, and I'm going to play it for you. But before I do, let me tell you that there is an exciting new documentary. It's called Reawakening. It's the first of a docu-series. It's the first installment of the story of how Clay Clark started these tours, and not just the tour, but what it's responding to in America and how he has really hit a nerve. And we are partnering with Clay Clark and his organization to make this video available. It's on our platform, and you can get it by going to watchreawakening.com. It is outstanding. But don't just take my word for it. Go there and you can find out about it. It costs $17.76 and it's well worth it. We sometimes change the offers or sometimes you can rent it. But if you go to that site, it'll tell you about it. I realize that people will be listening to this long after 2021 when I'm recording it. But I wanted to share this with you. It's not very long. They gave me less than 15 minutes, and I kept to my time. So here is what I shared in Frisco, Texas. I hope you enjoy it, and at the end, I'll have a message for you. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for that welcome. It is such an honor and privilege to be here. Aren't we proud of the job that Clay Clark is doing to bring us all together? And I want to start by telling you that you need to watch the documentary Reawakening if you haven't. It is magnificent. And I'm not here to talk about it other than to say that we are proud and honored to be able to partner with Clay on that great documentary. I'm here today to talk to you about a very important problem. is cancel culture. And you've all heard about it. And I've written a book, God and Cancel Culture. And I didn't write this book just to make money, which a lot of authors do. I did it because there's something I felt needed to be said. It's a message because we've got to stand up before it's too late. And cancel culture is really not new. You know, the Romans tried to cancel Christianity. Christianity is still here. The Roman Empire is long gone. Every tyrant, every totalitarian government has tried to cancel people who oppose them, and we're seeing this now in our day. And for those of us who grew up in a traditional 
family or area that where we are taught to love America, we're shocked because we have the First Amendment. We have our Constitution. We thought it would never happen here. It's a relatively new term. But do you know, as recently as the 1970s, there was a controversy down in Florida where I live. The Miami City Commission tried to pass an anti-discrimination law. Sounds nice, doesn't it? It was one of the first laws that gave special protection to the gay community, which was not really a voting block at the time. And there was a brave singer named Anita Bryant. Anybody old enough to remember Anita Bryant? She had several hit songs. The Florida Citrus Commission used her as a spokesperson. She sang a little ditty about how important it is to drink Florida orange juice. And she started something called Save Our Children, which is kind of prophetic, isn't it? And she was successful. There was a vote in the state of Florida, some kind of referendum, and it won by two to one. It was a massive win. But the opponents, her opponents, the ones who backed that, decided to make her the poster child of everything anti-gay. If you go on Wikipedia, she has all these accomplishments in her life, but they identify her as an anti-gay activist. The Florida Citrus Commission pulled back from her. She lost her marriage. She lost her career. And what it was is, you know, they lost, but they wanted to punish her by even taking away her opportunity to make a living and, and also take away her good name. And that's what cancel culture is all about. And at the time, there was not a particular outcry on her behalf. Good Christians, good patriots thought, well, this is unfortunate. It's a one-time deal. Well, it's not one time. It's happening all the time. And we know about some of the high-profile people. But do you know now they're canceling ordinary people for things that are so minor? I write about this in the book, God and Cancel Culture. Now, if they cancel Mike Lindell or Donald Trump, there's a big deal made about it. But there are, people have actually gotten fired because they wore a T-shirt with the long political person on the front. There was a guy who worked for Marriott that was fired because he wrote something on social media critical of communist China, and Marriott does so much uh, business with China, the Chinese government or someone put pressure on him to fire the guy. How is anybody going to know his story? Even if it's on, it's on today, gone tomorrow, you can't prove it. How are you going to support these people? It's happening again and again and again. Uh, Jim Daly, who's the head of Focus on the Family, uh, they had something on their website. It was about Richard Levine. Does anybody know who Richard Levine is? Well, he now goes by Rachel Levine, first transgender person who is in a cabinet. And he was before the Senate being questioned. Jim Daly merely, at, you know, and he, he had a long uh, list of credentials, which is why he was there. And um, he just raised the question, is this something we maybe should consider? This is a little bit odd. And do you know that he was canceled? Uh, you've heard of Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. I'm privileged to be his publisher. He... He speaks prophetically, if anybody does, but he has avoided getting involved in partisan politics. But right after the inauguration, he did a video that went viral, 1.2 million views in 24 hours. It was not about election fraud. It wasn't about Donald Trump. 
It was a prophetic word to the new president, Joe Biden, that if he varied, if he took America from following God, that God could not bless America. Do you know it was taken down? It, it literally was not taken down, but you couldn't find it. And this is what's happening with the cancel culture. My own company had a book that was published in the early 2000s by Reverend Lou Sheldon called The Gay Agenda. It predicted what's happened since, but it was not particularly controversial at the time. But a year ago, somebody at Amazon apparently went through their list. It was not selling very many copies, and they took it down as if it didn't exist. They apparently just decided, and when we asked and asked, nobody would give us an answer. And this is what's happening. I document this in the book. I see myself as a watchman on the wall. That's why I wrote it. And I write about COVID and how they cancel people over COVID, how they cancel churches, how they use COVID as an excuse to cancel church. I talk about the communist threat. There's a chapter that says it's not cancel culture, it's communism. And it's going, we all know it, it's going left. Left goes to socialism, which goes to communism, which is always atheistic, which is always anti-God. And as a Christian, and the reason it says God and cancel culture is I believe this is not political. It's an effort to cancel Christianity. It's not even to cancel religion. There's never an outcry to cancel anyone who espouses Buddhism, is there? Or Mormonism or Jehovah Witness or Islam? Islam? Of course not. It's those, and it's not even... Uh, nominal Christianity is those who believe in Jesus, and we've got to stand up. The thing is, it's going to affect all of us sooner or later. They are going after people who oppose them. An example that was in the news this week that I write about in God and Cancel Culture is a lady whose name is Abigail Shearer. She wrote a book called Irreversible Damage. She, is a, she describes herself as a liberal Jew. But she's also an investigative journalist, and, she, and the, the idea of girls thinking they're boys was so rare, you could hardly even describe it percentage-wise. But recently, there's been this rash of young girls who wanted to become transgender, she, very carefully researched, endorsed by a lot of important people like Dennis Prager and so forth. But GLAD, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation or something like that, has put her on the blacklist. The ACLU, which used to defend civil, civil liberties, blasted the book. When she was interviewed on a podcast, Joe uh, Rogan's podcast, employees at Spotify were wanting the company to take the podcast down. And this is one of their own. Right now, they are punishing their own if they're not woke enough. Do you see what's happening? It's one by one, and people get afraid, and they think if it could happen to Mike Lindell, if it could happen to this lady, Abigail Shearer, they even canceled Dr. Seuss years after he died because some of his cartoons were too stereotypical to satisfy this new woke awareness of how you should draw ethnic groups or something. I can't even really understand what it is, and it's going to come to you. And two-thirds, this just came out this week, two-thirds of Americans are timid about speaking up. I was just at a, me a meeting of influencers out in uh, Phoenix, and they were telling people how you can navigate with your message and not really uh, compromise, but you can kind of say this 
on certain media and you wait and say this on it. I mean, it's ridiculous that we're at this point. We have got to stand up and each of us need to do our part. Now, my book finished around Labor Day, but you know, things are going on and finally people are start, starting to stand up. There's a whole, uh, there's going to be some efforts to push back. And of course, a book has to be cut off at some point. But um, I've started a podcast called God and Cancel Culture. Wasn't that creative? <laughs> you can listen to my podcast and we're going to talk about it. But there's an anti-bigotry alliance. We're calling these people out for what they are. They're bigots. They're bigots against us. They hate that. You've got, to, you've got to make them follow their own rules. There's also going to be a thing called unfairlycancel.com. Neither one is online yet, but it's going to be a way where these things can be documented and we can stand up. We've got to stand up for the bullies. There's so much more than I could say. And if I had more time, I would say, I encourage you to come by the booth. If you want the book signed, I'm glad to do that. I think this will open your eyes. I think it will encourage you. I end with hope because all things work together for good to those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Thank you. God bless you and God bless America. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, it's not exactly the same message I've given the other two times, but I did respond and I was able to sell a lot of books afterwards. And so I wanted to come back and offer to let you buy my book, God and Cancer Culture. The easiest way is to go to stevestrangbooks.com. That's a special website that we built for this. And if you go there and if you come pretty close to 2021, you can get a signed copy of the book. Now, for a long time, I sold the book at a discount, and any book that came through our shopcharisma.com site, which is what this is, our own direct-to-consumer book-selling website, you would get a signed copy of the book. We are changing that, partly because of the volume of the book and also because some of my advisors reminded me that a signed copy of the book is worth a lot more. And so we will explain it if you go to the site. Understand that I'm recording this podcast long before you probably listen to it. And if you go to this website, which is stevestrangbooks.com, that's my name, Steve Strang. There is no E on the end of Strang. And then the word books with an S, dot com. And also to remind you to check out the reawakening documentary you can go to watchreawakening.com it's really worth it thank you for listening to the god and cancer culture podcast on the charisma podcast network be sure to share this with people i'm doing my very best to get out word about this book i'm still doing media i'm traveling of course uh, we're writing about it in Charisma Magazine and on our websites. I believe that this is a very important message. It's affecting more and more people all the time. So share this with others. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.